Greetings and salutations, my fellow DMs, GMs, referees, judges, game operation directors, and all the other varieties of storytellers. This is your DM, Bill, and it's time for another DM Quick Tip. Everyone loves money. The more the characters can get their grubby little hands on, the better it makes the players feel. Your characters can now stay at the best accommodations instead of sleeping on cold, damp ground. Perhaps an upgrade in armor is in the near future. I'm sure the players are thinking it would be really nice not to be injured as often while in combat. Or are they off to the apothecary to purchase magic potions, exotic elixirs to help fortify the party, unguents and poultices for healing. With pockets full of coin, maybe even an upgrade to (gasps) magical weapons. Everyone respects the character with a weapon that glows and sparks when it's drawn from the scabbard. Anything is possible if you have enough funds. Now, DM Scott was kind enough to do a quick tip a little while ago, instructing game masters on how to remove and or reduce the amount of money your players have at their disposal. Well, rest assured, I'm not nearly as mean or evil as DM Scott. Well, at least not today. But I am here to tell you some of the consequences that a game master will have to endure, or at least contend with, from giving out too little or too much money. Now, everything that follows is presuming you, the game master, have not taken these things into consideration. It is, of course, just as likely that these points are part of your storyline. At least I hope so. Either way, here's to wishing I'll be able to provide something for you to use. Just like always, it's entirely up to you as the game master to decide just how much wealth your player character should have. But there are a few things I think you should bring to your attention. Are they presently going through the woods, where you're unlikely to run into merchants carrying a chest or even a purse full of silver and gold? At least not without armed guards and a security contingent. And it's going to be difficult to find very many businesses in the middle of the forest or out in a flower-filled glen to try to swindle or steal from. Out here, all there is to rely on are the people on the same road you're traveling. Or if the party strays too far off the beaten path, the occasional monster lair. But those are hardly a dime a dozen. Maybe your cold, tired, and hungry characters are on the outskirts of a town. Things are getting a little bit better for the adventurers, but still, they're only running into farmers working the fields, workmen mending fences and roads, and yes, more travelers. Some of which the group may have already encountered, moving the same direction and hoping to make their own fortune in the very next town. Once again, not the greatest of resources to find wealth and riches. Is your group navigating around a town or a small city? Now, here is finally opportunities to gather wealth, along with resources and maybe some information that will coincidentally often cost the characters more money. These things need to be considered when giving out bags of gold, silver, and copper. Let's consider the resources available when deciding how much money to give out, as well as where this money would come from. How did it come to rest in the location it now resides? Out on the farms in the rural areas, the farmers and tradesmen only make 20 or 30 gold pieces a year, most of which is spent on materials of their trade, cost of living expenses, and a few amenities. This doesn't leave a lot of pocket changes to be had by passing adventurers. Then there's your merchants. Most of their wealth is tied up in the business. Most often, they're not exchanging coin for their wares, but instead bartering and trading goods for goods apart from the possible small amount of money that they plan on using for that particular day's entertainment and any purchases they plan on making that day, 
Even your finely dressed merchant is not likely to be carrying a large amount of coin, although the fine clothes and jewelry is wealth as well. On to the next point. What's going to happen if you, the Game Master, provide too few opportunities for the players to gain wealth necessary to provide the wanted creature comforts they want for their characters? Will the party resort to begging in order to secure a hot meal for a day, a warm bed necessary for a long rest? Some of the player character backgrounds allow skill sets that will provide lodging and meals. But this sometimes doesn't carry over for the entire party, and depending on where the characters are, may not be available at all. It's setting loose the less than honorable members of the party, hopefully finding ways to procure funds needed, should be entertaining. Just be ready to enforce judgment and sentences if they get caught. You need to be careful as a game master. You don't want to force your good aligned party into less than good actions just to make sure they can survive. Or do you? Hmm, pretty good plot point. If members of the party do indeed take to pilfering as a means to get coin, where are they going to hawk the purloined items? It is unlikely they know where in town to sell it and to whom they will be selling. There are, of course, some skills that will help to enlighten members of the party as to where these things can be found. Not being from this area may leave the negotiating character at a disadvantage during the settlement of the price of the items being haggled over, though. It may be tough convincing an NPC that the character is poor when they are wearing expensive armor and own an actual weapon. But that relies on the generosity of the Game Master, or at very least, his or her dice. Let's take a look at the other side of the proverbial coin, shall we? As I mentioned earlier, DM Scott was nice enough to give you a bunch of ways to dwindle the amount of money party is carrying. But while they have that money, there's a whole lot of other circumstances that you, as the Game Master, should consider. Is the amount that any one individual carrying vast enough to become encumbrance? This isn't a console game or an MMO. Weigh them down. Encumbrance should mean something. How open is the spending habits of the party members? In a town that usually doesn't see large quantities of money pass through? But while they have that money, there is a whole lot of other circumstances that you, as a game master, should consider. Is the amount that any one individual carrying vast enough to become an encumbrance? This isn't a console game or an MMO. Weigh them down. Encumbrance should mean something. How open is the spending habits of the party members? In a town that usually doesn't see large quantities of money pass through, or a city where there are searching and interesting eyes everywhere, extravagant spending habits will probably make some or all of the party members targets. Bringing unwanted attention from any thief or an NPC who is even more desperate than the party and several groups and organizations. Brand new weapons and bright and shiny armor is also a dead giveaway that the party has money and or knows where there's more. New equipment could also alert the adventuring group's opposition that the party's in town or on their way and prepared to confront said opposition, thereby thwarting any surprise the group may think they have. It's not just the average people of the town that should be the concern, not the drunkards in the bar or any probable eavesdropping rogue. The party needs to worry about a few other people. For instance, the local constabulary probably doesn't make a lot of coin in their chosen profession. Harassing the group with fines and fees is a surefire way to put a little extra coin in their pockets. But it usually isn't the amount of coin extorted, but the constant interruptions and the attention drawn to the group. Having someone always following the party stands out to the locals sure as a flare with word getting out fairly quickly. 
Probably the people following the party have people following them. This has the potential of turning into a real hassle. The characters even must worry about the local government. They may be seen as mercenaries brought in to disrupt the fine-tuned machine that is the local political structure. If there are any tensions amongst the ruling persons, they may see the adventurers as a way to overthrow those in power. A group of adventurers come into town, throwing about money with magic items at their beck and call, new armor, weapons, can, will, could, and maybe even should be seen as a threat. Consider also, if you will, word that the rich adventuring party is traveling through the area will probably arrive at the town before the group ever does, and will leave long before they do, making the entire party the interest of brigands, highwaymen, and even the occasional intelligent creature lying in wait along the way. The acquisition of money is not supposed to be easy. Take a look at everyday life for all your gaming friends. Getting rid of money usually is way too easy. Pay some bills and do some food shopping, then check your banking account. The short time the player characters actually possess money may be the most difficult time at all. Well, I try to make sure of it, and I suggest you do as well. That's just a few points and just the old man's two cents. See you next time in the dojo. Thank you.